0: Hype Network presents
1: On this episode of Season 4, Let's Talk.
2: I remember I, I in high school, I think, well, the, the first year, I think they let me join the, the beauty contest the, that they had every year. <laughs> yeah, so I won. I didn't won the first prize. I won Miss Talents on the box. I won't, I won't miss talent. Um, and my preparations were, well, doing what I know. So I, I sang, I still remember the song, my goodness, I sang everything I do by Brian Adams and I sang while playing the keyboard. So that got me the talent the, what the talent award. <laughs> what do you call it yeah yeah so okay so it's it's like that it's i'm
1: on behalf of my guest here in the Rajiv show we would like to wish you a very merry christmas and a happy new year Hey, folks! Uh, welcome to the Rajiv Show, and uh, my guest today—oh my gosh—is uh, a friend, uh, a legend, uh, a mythology. Uh, uh, there's so many things that what? I can uh, describe my my guest today on the Rajiv Show. There's so many, uh, so many ways to describe her. So um, let me just simplify it I'm I'm just gonna go with A phenomenal Artistic Beautiful legend Abik Lothario Folks You're gonna meet a legend In this conversation I hope you're gonna have You're gonna have fun Hi uh, Abik Lothario How are you doing today?
2: (laughs) Hello Rajiv Thank you Thank you Finally You know Thank you for Having me on your show Uh this is I'm sure this is gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> We've been offline with lots of stuff, you know. And yeah. um, and you just pray that I don't remember to mention any of those things. <laughs> yes, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. just kidding.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm a I'm a very good and uh keeper of secrets, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> much love, much love. Before we start this episode, of course, uh, I ask usually my guests. Could you give a little bit of background aside from the brand, monstrous, uh, phenomenal curtain entry call? Could you give a little bit of description about yourself to my listeners, of course? Oh, me? Personal?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I won't even try to... Lift myself up a lot, but <laughs> okay. Uh, well, how do I begin? Um, okay, uh, Abigotario, I'm a musician. Uh, I'm a professional mu- musician. I uh, play with um, several groups. Okay, um, I have, of course, my main band is uh, Fusebox, it's a progressive rock band. I have uh, Human Folk with Johnny Alegre, it's a world. Uh, fusion group I also have I'm also with Lenses um it's an indie pop jazz group and finally I'm with uh, Manila Sky uh we offer improvisation uh, music that touches on world slash fusion slash ambient music something like that okay so those are my kind of like independent Groups as uh, as we may call it here in uh, the Philippines or in Manila, uh, but I also have my my uh, group for like events and you know um, it's actually my bread and butter, my paying, uh, yeah. my paying group. It's called yeah. Anima Choir and Strings. Uh, but because of with the pandemic going on, you know, we were just you know trying to. Uh, go back to the scene uh one step at a time so we're just recuperating from a year of not being on live gigs uh there so stuff like that so you know um okay so i am a keyboardist okay i play the piano that's really my my first instrument to begin with when i started with music and i shifted to well, not not actually shifted, but I also learned a bit of guitar, and and right now I I play the Chapman Stick, so yeah, that's a pretty pretty cool uh, instrument that you should you know research about. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to ask me about it, I'll, I'll I'm I'm sure you're gonna learn a lot of what the Chapman Stick is, yeah. you know, all about. So. I play that instrument too, and of course, uh, yeah, I sing because uh, I started also uh, being exposed to music um, in the church. So I was, a, you know, I was a member of the Kitty Choir or something like that. So yeah. there. So I guess that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> but amazing. of course, well, well, yeah. So there, <laughs> ask away.
1: <laughs> amazing! Amazing. So uh, you've opened up a lot of Pandora's box. Uh, your bands, fuse box, uh, human folk, piano, and mm-hmm. Chapman stick. Before we open these Pandora's box, of course, uh, let's take it back a bit. Uh, if you and I were classmates sure. in high school, who were you in high school? Are you ah. the 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 library introverted <laughs> library girl or the girl who has a lot of guys around? Uh, who who were okay, you okay, if you and okay, I were
2: classmates? Of... Yeah okay so all right a big a bit of backgrounder. so when I, I had a different school when i was in elementary and when i was in high school so because we we uh moved um to on uh, uh, we moved houses back then when i was in high school i was you know a, a new a transfery. um so maybe when we, if we were classmates back then well well i uh hmm. I'm not actually an introvert, but I would I couldn't say I was extrovert too. But you know, I had I had my own set of friends, and what else? <laughs> I could be friendly, you know. I was part of the student council back then. Oh wow! Uh, I graduated valedictorian, so you know. <laughs> wow! But. Yeah, so um, There, well, pretty much it So, you know you, uh, uh, A lot of classmates would You know um, Didn't mind being friends with me But for sure For sure I was somebody that You know, that w- That wasn't really like Nobody would really like uh, Try To you know uh, pursue is that even the word (laughs) because teenagers (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah yeah. but but no 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 nonetheless nonetheless um i'm 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 kind of in like in the middle in terms of being introvert or extrovert i'm kind of like in the middle so sometimes yeah Yeah. what what
1: ambivert how do you call it Ambivert uh.
2: Ambivert Oh Yeah Probably Probably Because you know Sometimes There there are times That you know I like I like to I think it's innate In me To you know Teach some stuff That I know Or share stuff That I know But at the same time When it comes to Um there are times that you just like to be, you know, quiet and don't want to talk to anybody. So I could yeah. be that too. Some, um, There are times like when you go to field trips uh, back then, like you're in a yeah. bus, right? So yeah. sometimes it's nice to talk to people, but sometimes you just have to, you know, have your quiet time with yourself and all of that. So I, I can immerse myself into that situation as well. So
1: there. <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal. You mentioned valedictorian, so I have a feeling leadership is a part <laughs> of uh, growing up. It, it had that uh, influence, and somehow it spilled through also in music. That uh, you, you said valedictorian, I, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so proud. Yeah. I'm so proud of that uh, achievement. That that's a that's a big achievement, if if I might say so myself. And um, thank you. And in in, in the high school uh, setup when. Thing. did uh, what was your did do you have certain uh, philosophies that reminded you on on end goals and objectives that you were achieving by the way if if i might ask so myself
2: Hmm. okay well in terms of where if we're talking about dreams and goals uh, yeah. if you want to like dwell into that yeah well before well, way back in, in elementary, um, my, my real goal in life was um, the solid w- answer. If anyone would ask me what you want to be when you grow up, <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: well, I would always say a teacher. Okay, so I would always say I, I want to be a teacher. So, I got really influenced with my grandmother because yeah. my grandmom, oh, so I mentioned in, in my elementary days, we lived in different houses, we lived with uh, my parents and grandparents so my lola uh, was the one who taught us uh, uh, her grandkids the piano so we had a piano uh in our place then and she taught me then and on on weekdays she had a preschool a daycare center set up in the house
0: yeah
2: so i would you know i would see her teach and she would teach us you know, yeah. not just music, but but academically. So, alphabet, um, everything, everything that you should learn in daycare. You know. Yeah. So, I, yeah. so in my mind, I kind of like I had I had kinder maybe twice, grade one maybe twice because she was often there, and and every so often I you know when when I got older, I joined the smaller kids and taught them and assisted uh, her in some of the lessons and. When she taught piano lessons, I assisted her too because she was falling asleep. She was, you know, quite old back then. So, yeah, yeah. so when she had piano lessons at home with, with our neighbors and such, and sometimes she'd fall asleep and I would, you know, catch up with the lesson and, okay, was, here's how you read it. So I teach Oh, that's, <laughs> I teach that's her interesting. Students, so. That's interesting. Yeah, so eventually... Yeah, so eventually I kind of got hooked to that notion of, you know, uh, oh, I can do this. I can, you know, I can teach music. I can teach somebody to sing. Um, it carried over to high school uh, with, of course, you wanted to to explore on your other, you know, extracurricular activities. So I was in a um, school choir too and i would recall that glee club uh, so i was with a glee club and you know um and uh i was quite advanced back then because i was reading notes and, and yeah. most of the glee club members wouldn't you know wouldn't have any idea of how to read notes so i had that advantage and i used it to to you know, to teach them how to, you know, read the notes and teach them, teach the voices and the melody and harmony, so something like that. Wow. So, um, okay, so <laughs> then, back then, what I wanted to be was not actually a music teacher, but basically any kind of teacher. I wasn't, I wasn't really decided what kind of teacher, but I did love huh. math. <laughs> so in my head, maybe I could be a math teacher or something. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So something like that. So, best teachers, you know, you so so come. Um, uh, what do you call that? The 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 entrance exams for college. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, that was my first choice. Uh, uh, BS Education or something like that. A major in math or something. Yeah. And when when I yeah and when I had my exams in UP. Uh, B.S. Music was my second choice, so Interesting. there. So that, yeah. So so you know that so that that's that's the backstory of <laughs> that. And I, you mentioned about the lead, leadership skills. Well, see, yeah. girl, maybe because I I I'm the eldest in the family, so maybe uh-huh. that you know that that affected the. The totality of it. I'm the only girl, <laughs> in, oh. in the oh. in, with with four boys, you know. So, so I guess that that kind of had an impact also on 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 leadership skills in terms of I can handle I can handle, uh, you know, the the uh, vigor and the and the. Kakulita ng mga boys.
0: <laughs> Interesting. So,
2: Interesting. So, Yeah. So, so in a way, in a way, I, I kind of had more inkling to, or, you know, more of an exchange of conversation, or, or I could relate to guys more than girls in that sense, back then, you know. Uh, so that makes sense. Yeah. Now. I, I okay. would have. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there. So. <laughs> is that it, enough of a, an yeah. answer
1: yeah it was questions. it was phenomenal <laughs> it's, it's it's phenomenal uh there's so many things that i i would love to unwrap from the the, the questions but first uh mm-hmm. uh continuing into the conversation of leadership were you the are you a competitive type if you and i were to go up against uh, let you said uh, music was your whole thing you you grew up in yeah. the background and stuff like that and i'm sure you've also participated mm-hmm. in music uh yeah pla- uh, shows and, and stuff like that yep so yep yep before you get into a comp a competitive state do you do you have some certain uh are, are you uh, that competitive like very competitive like people leave me alone and you, you get into a state and then you perform or oh. What is your mindset when you perform and okay. when you get into the stage? Every,
2: every okay, stage? yeah, all right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I got into competitions, uh, both uh, both high school and elementary. But okay, so well, usually it's more of the teachers asking me to join. So I guess that's that's. That's uh, the level of competitiveness. <laughs> That's the level of competitiveness that I have. So if they ask me and I think I can do it, I would oblige. Um, in terms of the feelings, the emotions that come with it, uh, I, I I would surely do my best. You know, I, I would. Um, for example, if it was uh what do you call it if it was. Um, I remember joining some quiz what do you call that quiz quiz bees <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like a math contest or a, or a uh, acad- any academic contest you know so you have to study for it and sometimes the teachers would help you so i do attend those you know i i wouldn't just no I I can do this on my own I'm not that so if, if they offer that they have reviews or you know I would definitely go because it was a I know that it's a different experience for me so I grabbed uh, every opportunity that that I that I can uh, in terms of uh, the extracurricular of course the um, the singing contest yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes I remember I, I in high school I think well, the, the first year, I think they let me join the, the beauty contest that, that they <laughs> really? had every year. <laughs> yeah, so I won. I didn't want the first prize. I won Miss Talent. <laughs> I wow. I won Miss Talent. Um, and my preparations were, well, doing what I know. So, I, I sang. I still remember the song. My goodness, I sang <laughs> everything I do by Brian Adams, and I sang while playing the keyboard. So that got wow. me the talent. The, what the talent award? Uh, wow, <laughs> what do you call it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So okay, so it's it's like that. It's I, I'm, I go with the flow. Um, of course, I do get nervous a lot. Uh, um, but the initial feeling for me is that I get nervous. I get you know goosebumps and all of that but when when once i hit the stage with yeah. with this this thing um still gets to me you know even even now especially with with um you know with really really special gigs special shows that you're you're on spotlight and everybody's looking at you that that kind of thing so yeah. it still gets to me the the first part of the performance the, the the waiting time the the preparations going for it um, that's the highest um, tension that that yeah. i get in a way yeah. but once i hit the first note or the first uh uh chord or whatever um then i go with the flow then i go with the flow so Interesting. um and yeah, so in the end Well, if it's a competition Of course, I would still You know, there are still hesitations Would I win? It's okay if you don't win You know, some, yeah, every, ah, every okay. other Typical Yeah, every other typical um, uh, Feeling or thoughts That you would feel when you're there But if it's uh, Like now If it's just a regular uh, performance um, I, I really don't mind um, you know, uh getting, you know, criticisms or because that's the that's the exchange now, right? So it was yeah, a, yeah. in a competition you get to lose or you win. Either you lose or you win. Yeah but in a performance, either it's either you did a great job, they'll cheer for you, you didn't, you didn't, you know, get a good job, they won't cheer for you or something like that. So so that's the equivalent of that i suppose and i guess you know um some some things get to me some you know you you still think of uh how how can i make this better next time something like that so yeah yeah, uh, and not i can i can say that it's i don't know it how how do you how do you suppose i was um if when I describe it to you, am I competitive? <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, the way the way I see it, it, it uh, the way I see it from from the storytelling, from the narrative that you've you've shared with me is that uh, it, you you have that. Uh, the only thing is uh, the question there though that I asked is that do you go to a mental trance where you when you before and when you mentioned that you get nervous? I think that's the normality of it. But do you have like this sort yep. of like thing? Because uh, if I may share some of my experiences here also. Uh, I used okay. to, in, in high school, I used to perform Michael Jackson. And even, from time to time, I listened to Michael Jackson. I was, I was actually the Michael Jackson in in, 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 in India. Nah. Uh, many people cool. know me as the Michael Jackson in India. And before I get on <laughs> stage, uh, I, I still do remember this as though it was yesterday. It's like I get into a state where uh I I allow myself I go to a certain room, an empty room, where I just clear my thoughts uh-huh. and then once uh-huh. my name is being called I go in and it's like it's it's I, I just dance my heart out and people reciprocate it by sharing love and then they, they till uh, until the next day they say, Hey you did a good job and that that's uh that's how I that's my mental state when I perform. And yeah that's uh right. <laughs> but for you, I, I guess the normalities—it's—it's it's the normal stuff, the regular humans, uh, humanistic instinct, and um, yeah, yeah, not at all special for me. I'm not special. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> no what made you? What made we're, you special? We're all special? You know, <laughs> yeah. What made you special is what caught my eye was uh, you mentioned mats and you 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 mentioned. Uh, you studied and thought that you wanted to teach maths and music. There's one thing that that caught my eye when uh, conversating, when you mentioned maths and music. I, I was reminded of this conversation that I had with Robert Dimbleby, uh, my 50th guest, who happened to be also interested in maths for some reason and also loves jazz and loves music. And it's, it really feels like I'm having a relapse of memory when it comes to <laughs> comes to the conversations that i've had and it's really amazing this is really interesting and uh, i i really wanna I'm, I'm actually curious to ask what draw you to to music uh, to maths first before i ask what draw you to music well, first so in the
2: beginning of course when you were learning when when you're studying um when math was introduced, because it's you know it's an everyday thing, you know, uh, yeah. counting numbers, counting stuff, and when it came to the concepts, I was just able to understand it, you know, uh, quite easily. I was yeah. able to understand how how um, it was uh, organized, you know, how there's a system for for stuff like that, and in a way, I think. Math and music go hand-in-hand when you're learning both. Yeah. Um, Because, believe it or not, when when I... I Fast forward, uh, when I got into college, some of my music classmates would tell me I went into music because I didn't want to study math. And I was like, really? I couldn't... (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't understand... Why? Because math and is music, and music is math in in my in my in my point of view. Because once you're learning music, you learn rhythm, and rhythm is patterns, and patterns is math. Interesting. So time time signatures is math. Counting time is math. So I couldn't, you know, I couldn't understand why why you wouldn't love math and you will love music and vice versa. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's interesting. You
1: know, so, that's an interesting yeah, so perspective. To answer your
2: question. I really like both because they intertwine with all the concepts and the beauty of the system that it has. So that's that's the the, the thing of the thing of both math and music, you know. For me it's it's both um cerebral and Creative Artistic in a way You know yeah.
1: Uh, yeah So there It's kind of The blend Between the right hemisphere And the left hemisphere And, and psycho- According to psychology
2: right. right 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 it It's It's the one that You know Kind of That's 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 uh, Why uh, Music is kind of Like the bridge yeah. For Both the left And the right brain I do believe in that Because until now when I teach music I I can tell you so many concepts of music but then you would also learn so many concepts in different fields of learning yeah. you know so for sure you're gonna you're, you're gonna be able to practice your reading skills you'll be practicing your you know your uh, uh, listening skills yeah uh, your emotions you know it will draw your emotions your creativity it will draw you to thinking to analyzing yeah. the forms and stuff like that. so many so many things to talk about yeah. <laughs> in yeah. music and and, it, and and if you were a kid you know and if i can imagine that if you were a kid that can absorb that kind of knowledge in one go then truly learning music in such a young age would really benefit you in the long run, you know. Uh, even if you don't pursue it as a career, yeah. um, but having just a background of it, um, it will truly relate to whatever field you're going uh, to pursue in the future. Uh, that's, that's you know, practically what I believe in, so there.
1: Interesting, you, you said the word believe. I was about to ask you about philosophy, but you've answered one question and the second question that i had in mind you, that, that, that just blew my mind <laughs> <laughs> because i was gonna transition i was gonna transition into philosophy and uh, i'm a very deep thinker myself so i i really love diving into the mindsets of people when when that's why i asked you like what was your mindset when you were uh, when you are about to perform like what what is going through your mind before before the show yeah. because uh i've interviewed uh sports people as well in 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 this series so far I've, i remember i, I i've interviewed a, a baseball player who had this uh uh-huh. amazing story about uh him uh joining, being in baseball and being inspired by baseball and then but when he plays when he gets into the game he gets into a state a mental state that before the game it's okay to be friends, but then when it's game time, you know, I'm I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> you're not my friend anymore. It's like that Michael oh, Jordan, no. you know, because it, it, yeah, yeah, it's competitive yeah, sports. That's, right. that's that that's how. Yeah. And I, I I I thought you had the same mindset, but I guess you were, you're more sweeter in that in that at that sense. That, you know, <laughs> It's yeah. about to go down, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Well,
2: in a way, yeah, no, no, no. Um, it's it's kind of like this. Um, maybe because well, I had some exposure to sports, and I know how how competitive sports can be. You know, physically and yeah. emotionally, mentally, it has a different mindset in a way. Yeah, and you know, I. I I, I was exposed to that, but I'm not, oh, as, as you can say, I'm not a very athletic person. I do enjoy, you know, um, having some, some, um, you know, uh, routine on the side. You know, yeah. I, if, I, if I had the time, i do some yoga, but that that doesn't, um, even a, uh, Explore into competition So never mind <laughs> But For <laughs> yeah. example I, I like to play I like to play uh, Table tennis Or badminton or, You know Stuff like that So Even if You know Even if I'm in In a game Or in a match It's yeah. always like Just like a friendly game For me And huh. the mindset is always Is always I hope I hope I win But Not I'm gonna kill you. Ah, okay,
1: okay. <laughs> Not, Not the killer mindset. Yeah. <laughs> Not kill mode.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. That's um. interesting.
1: Yeah, you mentioned.
0: <laughs> okay. uh, yeah,
1: you mentioned in high school also you you joined pageantry. Of course, Philippines is uh, known for its pageantry now nowadays with the the winning of Pia Awards back in. I think Catriona grade. <laughs> uh It took me back also to a memory of mine that I think I've shared or I haven't shared yet uh, in in my show. Is that tell me about it
2: again, and then I'll remind you. (laughs) I'll tell you if you told me alone. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because uh, I remember this. There was this uh, thing. I I was also uh, placed under the same situation, being in pageant. Uh, on my first year in college this was when I was still uh, I'm fresh from Philippines I'm fresh from uh, I'm fresh from India I arrived from India it was 2015 Uh and I was young as a buck when I went to college so anything that anyone was Uh saying I was saying yes to it they wanted me student body I just said yes to it I didn't even know what student body was and then uh, they it, it went to the point that someone referred me to compete in uh, this uh, uh, pageantry of uh, uh, of UB, University of Baguio's uh, pageant. So I represented the uh, music at that time and um, okay, uh, I remember <laughs> I remember the scenario as though, again, like I say, as though it was yesterday that uh, uh, when I was in the pageant show, the pre-pageant I didn't really Uh, Compete as uh, I I was not really I didn't know anything Like I said earlier I didn't know anything About this whole thing They just said Play Perform Do your talent Do whatever it is Okay I just did my thing And I I was just I was just being me I was just being genuine And uh, At the end of the uh, At the end of the whole uh, Competition I still Even till today I still do not know how I managed to get a second runner-up, which is kind of weird, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> and I Boy, think... Why? Why yeah. is it weird out yeah. Tell <laughs> me. Because uh, during the day, I'll, I'll tell you what happened during that day of the competition. Unfortunately, my partner, Miss Music, didn't show up, so I was the only guy in stage. Imagine this. I was the only person in stage without a partner, and everybody had their own partners. And that was one. That was Ooh. one element that uh, was mentally stressing me out. And then I was intimidated oh, with oh. everybody that I was competing against because they had the ring light, they had the the makeup guys, they had the this and that. They had everything. <laughs> everything All I had was words. Yeah. yeah. The, the funny thing about me was like I said I said yes to everything uh, and at that time our music music uh, society was was new uh, was introduced new so they didn't have really uh, a budget they didn't have any of that stuff and I think they were still learning to figure out who, who was their leader and, and then all that stuff so I remember my leader was just there we, we had uh, luckily the gymnasium of UB was behind the music school uh, music classrooms. So we had an opportunity to own one of the uh, rooms, and then <laughs> I remember it was just me and and my, my leader who just put powder on my face. I just tied my hair, just went and just became my authentic. And I think I wore uh, I won best in sports because I was the uh, because the, the whole pa- the whole pattern of walking around. I had to I had to. Play the part, so I I, I was carrying a football. I, I I couldn't like just carry the football. I just said, okay, let me just kick this around. When and then, I I was so surprised. <laughs> to my to my recollection, I was too. So I was so surprised standing there alone. And then when they said second runner <laughs> up, I was like, what? Wait, you got, you must have it's Steve accurate. Harvey me or something. <laughs> I was I was just looking around. It's like, me? Me? Really? I was just pointing at myself. And yeah, it was, it, it was also awkward during that time because I remember when we were standing, uh, we were standing and there was this uh, serenade, uh, uh, there was this singer who wanted to serenade the ladies and just to put on a show, just to put the whole pageantry in the sink. I remember (laughs) standing looking at the spotlight and right in front of the spotlight, there were a lot of guys pointing, Give the rose to Rajiv! (laughs) <laughs> number seven because uh, because I was the seven competitor so saying number seven mm-hmm. number seven and then <laughs> I could see this guy he's not coming towards me I was like you come here we're not gonna have we're gonna have crap and luckily he <laughs> didn't because there was no I didn't have a partner so <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it, was so awkward, it was a crazy night it? <laughs> it was really one of those uh, nights where I, I had majority of the negatives towards me but I won something in return and I think till date uh, I think I was the only one who competed as Mr. Music who still has the second runner-up which still uh, amazes me and uh, yeah And uh, nice. that's why I, re- I connected with me When you said pageantry I said oh yeah That that reminded me of my <laughs> my story That I haven't shared Which I probably I I don't remember if I shared it But I think I shared yeah. it This is the first time Sharing it on my show So yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> there, there are a lot of Yeah, there are a lot of Experiences with the same You know, with the same um, Emotions You know, yeah. coming at you uh you know you, you 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 perform your best but still with the different circumstances you know you're you're thinking will i win Oh, i don't think i'm, I'm gonna yeah. win at all because yeah. of this and that because of this and that so you don't expect it you know but uh some people see something there so yeah. i you know i i just when when we when we won when fuse box one music laban in uh 2003 that yeah. was you know really really that was also really unexpected um because one uh when we when we uh when we got to the to the contest uh, our drummer a drum drummer back then was the yeah. one who pitched uh well who who applied uh, what do you call that yeah yeah who joined uh he just you know submitted the the uh what do you call it? bottle caps for yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to be able yeah because that's how it went before you have to submit uh this amount of bottle caps to join the blah 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 this contest and he he did that because that time the band was you know going not going anywhere we're, you know we, we just had i we have i have school some uh, some of them have jobs you know uh, focus on some other things and this is just like a hobby or something like that so yeah. you know and and um we were doing our kind of thing back then our our own music and we didn't know what it was called we didn't you know we didn't label it uh, with anything but we just played what we liked so we didn't really expect the thing but you know, we won uh, for for some weird reason. The, the judges, who would normally pick somebody more rock than my voice, <laughs> and yeah. would probably would probably pick a male fronted band because Red Horse is you know is a male brand. Uh, yeah. you know, you can you can always say that. So it's it was that was like the feat that that, that we you know that that was. Um, running over our heads we don't well if they like us they like us i think uh you know so and then we won and then years later we we heard some stories that you know you weren't really supposed to win but you were really good and blah 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 well that lifted our spirits up more (laughs) (laughs) interesting yeah because 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 the judges back then, we didn't know. Well, we 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 knew them by name, but we didn't really know know them. Like we we haven't, um, we haven't been introduced to any of the judges, um, uh, uh, any of them. We 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 just got to meet them, and you know, and uh, exchange stories. Maybe after a few years after after music lab, so that was really you know a, a memorable experience for us too. Both
1: positive and negative. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that fascinating. It's, it's powerful. Uh, we. I just realized that you and I lived a parallel life, but with with, 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 with similar storytelling, and it it, it it fascinates me. From high school, although prodigy, calling you a prodigy is probably, uh, something that I should have said in the introduction of this uh <laughs> <I> <laughs> conversation no. okay
2: talking about <laughs> prodigyness yes I, uh, okay well if if i would classify myself as that i i i cannot you know um because i've i've always asked also that question you know and uh, um you know my bandmates and I—they uh, would tease me, oh, prodigy kakase or something like that. But yeah. you know, um, I'm looking back at people who were really called prodigies, like Jordan Rudess and um, who else? Uh, the Palmer kids that we had. Yeah, and then Mozart. I don't think I had that. Well, I had that. Um, what do you call that? The the resources yeah. to. Pull that off um, Maybe if Maybe if um, Like if I went to music school Way back when I was really really small And you know developed this craft Of really playing
0: yeah. uh,
2: Fast classical piano pieces Or something like that Maybe I would be able to get to that uh, Prodigy stage You know <laughs> yeah. Because I think I think being called as such um, really has something to do with of course genes and but most but most of all it's it's how the kid or the child is is uh, disciplined and how he or she absorbs all these learnings that was you know he or she was exposed to and I I don't you know I am not regretting of not being a prodigy in fact I'm okay of you know not being one, yeah. Uh, because it has a different impact, you know. I think it will have a different impact in my life if if I was labeled uh, like that when I was young, you know. So I, in in a way, I'm I'm glad I'm not that I'm I'm not in that level, <laughs> uh, because if if I were a prodigy, yeah. I would have you know I would have aced all my uh tests or something like that, but uh, i I think yeah, but I know i I know I'm not so.
1: yeah. interesting, <laughs> yeah. interesting i wanna talk about hard work discipline and work ethic that that you have, but before we we talk about those oh, okay, okay. i wanna i wanna okay. also uncover. Uh, Fusebox and Human Folk and all the other projects. Uh, before we okay. get into those topics, folks, we will be right back. Uh, we'll be right back after these few short messages.
2: Catch the Pisar Tales Weekly as we tackle issues about education and share experiences about teaching. Hosted by J Australia, available on your favorite
1: podcast platforms. Hey folks, welcome back and uh, since it's uh, Christmas season, uh, I almost forgot that this recording was also going to be released mm-hmm. on a Christmas season, We've, we I've got a sweet tooth and my treat today is a conversation with the legendary Abby, uh, Abby Clotardi and earlier on in the first half of our conversation, we were talking about high school, we were talking about parallel lives and the creativity of music and and uh, of course high school experiences and college experiences so during the break uh, we were having a conversation with my guest legendary Abik Lotario, and uh, about Mozart Uh, wasn't that wasn't that about Mozart? was it yeah 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 it
2: was about Mozart (laughs) yeah
1: yeah please do share please do share before we talk about the the rest that I we're covering
2: okay can you um, repeat the quote again because it, it i cannot say it in my own words it's better if you say it <laughs> yeah.
1: uh folks for for those who are tuning in of course there is also a an introduction nari blog uh for those who have reached this portion there's an introduction introductory blog that i wrote in dedication to my guest and in the beginning of that uh, is a quote by the famous Mozart the the music is not in the notes but in the silence in between and it's uh, it's just a powerful, powerful line. I mean, do you agree with me?
2: Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um, And I keep on still learning about that concept even now, you know. Um, Of course, when you first uh, read music, there are notes and there are rests, right? and for for somebody who would start out with music rests are like you know just pauses there's nothing to do but early on you you realize that you still have to count it in your head right so that that uh, evolves into um, when you're playing it by uh, on your own already and making improvisations yeah okay so when when you start um, expressing your music without a music sheet,
0: yeah,
2: that I think is more um, transcendental. Oh my God, <laughs> the word <Wow. laughs> transcendental in a way, you know, yeah, it, you transcend whatever you feel and you try to to transfer it in on your instrument, yeah. And whether it would be a real instrument or your voice either or and yeah. that transcends to what the audience would feel. So yeah. for me, having the notes and the rest is always I always see that music is like a conversation. Okay? And the conversation involves you know, taking turns of the conversation. You have listener you have a speaker when you speak the other listens but you cannot listen when you're also speaking right so there's a back and forth of that flow of energy um and also so that's one thing of one way of looking at it and there's a there's a, a memorable experience i had with with um this great uh filipino sitar player uh mm-hmm. sir joey uh valenciano he he died a few years back when when uh i was actually i think we formed manila sky or we were beginning to form manila sky back then when i met him yeah. and one of the things he said uh short back backstory is that so our, my bandmate in Manila Sky, CJ Wasu, was his bandmate before. So they they played together uh he CJ Wasu plays the Indian Tabla and Sir Joey Van would play the sitar. And they yeah. have and they have a weekly uh gig at Bollywood, uh the restaurant in, yeah. in Manila yeah. Makati. So I was um I was privileged to to join them in one of um their jams and it was all improvisation and, and CJ said, Yeah, come on, bring your stick, it'll be fun, like that. And then um the funny thing was it was the first time that that I met Sir Joey and she and he didn't you know he was not a casual smiler like I am. <laughs> yeah. There was not a smile on his face when I met him. So you you would know how that you know, impact me and he's totally, you know, the quiet type. We wouldn't smile, but we played. We played music and later on, I I warmed up to him and he was really, you know, a very, very good mentor. I only got to um, experience, uh, you know, um, very intimate talks with him only for a couple of years, I think, before he passed away. But some some of well most of his questions were like it's not to daunt you it's it's really to to educate himself really of how you think as a musician so he he goes to me and asks Hmm. um do you need do you always need to play the bass he said he he told me that you always need to play the bass because in the chapman stick i was learning both sides of the the music i play the bass and i can play the melody right so uh, well i don't really need to and then i thought oh maybe i was really doing it like that because because playing the bass gives you a fundamental of of the whole idea of the music yeah but you know sometimes Sometimes being silent in that part gives a whole different color as well. So yeah. this might, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm talking a little bit technically here, but allow me to splurge you with <laughs> some technical sure, thoughts sure. of music. But you know. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, so that was like, a, you know, a, a reminder for me of how you should be able to, to convey your message. So you don't really have to talk too much you you, you sometimes you can just listen no so yeah. with that with that uh, note that he left me with that question i was you know i, I thought to myself okay it's okay not to play the bass <laughs> so all right so uh, you know there there are times also when we try to you know have our improvisation um sometimes you don't know how to end your solo even if it's just you know a common yeah. uh a song that you have an ad-lib somewhere you know yeah. and sometimes you you, you know it, it gets you to a point that you're talking and talking and talking okay wait how do i stop this <laughs> uh, it, makes so, so, it makes sense
1: it makes sense yeah so it
2: for me whatever you do in music especially if you're creating okay i believe mm-hmm. that that also reflects how you uh how you are as a uh, as as a human being when you talk to people so if you're somebody who talks a lot sometimes you can hear it in the music some and um if you're somebody who who wants to you know uh overpower somebody with with topics or whatever you can hear that also in his music uh my 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 observation from you know my own observation from my own experiences for the last blank blank years of play. Wow. <laughs> so it's really interesting how how music without words can convey those um uh, meanings in life too,
1: you know. So there. <laughs> I wow. hope I answered your
2: question. was question? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we
1: mean,
2: right? <laughs> yeah, I mean I,
1: Yeah. I love I love how the storytelling the storytelling telli- the, the story you mentioned about Sir uh I forgot uh, Yeah And uh, I, I, I love how I, I felt like I was there In that story Where I was Visualizing you Because for me I'm an artist So everything that I do Is in terms of Visualization When it comes to Objectives when it comes to Goals And yeah, stuff yeah, like I, that I get it I
2: get that
1: So I, I, I felt like I was there In that story That's why I was Really awe And inspired By By your learning and your capability of adapting and learning. And yeah, it's, it's true. I do agree that when you when you talk too much, yeah. And now I coming to think of it, uh, some musicians want to learn how to slap the bass, you know, I want to learn how to play the tapping and all that stuff. But they, they just realized yeah. that those are just the tools and techniques. Yeah. But in order to say, you have to use it you have to use the instrument to mm-hmm. say something. You can slap, uh, paradiddle, any any time as much as you want. But if it makes no sense, it, it makes no sense to 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 yeah. anyone, you know. And there are the notes in between. It's very, very powerful. It's very powerful how you took me to that transcending storytelling that you've, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've you've mentioned and it's uh, it's powerful well and you know
2: he 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 was really one of the few people or one of the few teachers that uh i learned from that really got to me you know uh, the the few months or years that we've spent because uh, because when i was in music i didn't really personally meet him back then When when i was studying music it was only after like like you know when i was already performing that i, I got to know him uh, as a teacher uh, he was you know sharing his own stories and um th- those kinds of experience you don't you don't experience that when when you're in school you know as yeah. they say you, yeah. you 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 do learn a lot in school but but the experience is the one that really takes you there yeah. Uh, you can only go back and relearn it once you've realized it in in, in yeah. uh, real life. So yeah, it's like something it's it's something like when I when I was um having um some voice lessons when I was in college. Yeah. So so my teacher gets you know, so my teacher gets really um technical and uh, vi- uh, visual in a sense, but she explains to you something that you cannot see because when you're singing, it's part of your body so, so she can only describe you know, yeah. she can only make make um, some uh, creative uh, terms for you know, for you to imagine it of how yeah. you feel it and back then, oh my god I can't really understand a thing I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> I can't even you know, try to copy I, I'm just, you know, trying to or emulate is this it? Is this, yeah. is this? yeah yeah so and it and you know a few years of uh, few years after that uh the lessons and all the performances sometimes it will just click you know because yeah. you, you yourself you you're you're you found yourself discovering this technique yeah. and you say Oh, that's what she meant by this. <laughs> you uh, go like that. So, <laughs> you know, interesting. There, there are a lot of, yeah, there, there are a lot of things, even not in music, No, even in the academic ones. Sometimes you go back to, uh, when, when you're there, you don't understand a thing. But, yeah. you know, if you're welcome <laughs> to the concept, you just absorb it. So, you know, it's like just like in your memory banks or something like that. And yeah. someday soon, um, when the right time comes it you know it just clicks the concept comes back to you and for some weird reason it ties up with all the other memories that you have and yeah. then you get it and then you know and and that that and saying that means that it really is uh, a valuable moment when when somebody older talks to you because they yeah. really no more stuff, but I'm sure yeah. kids now have of stuff to learn. Yeah. the kids nowadays really are really advanced because of the resources and the internet and all of that True. but True. still, but still, there are things that are you know yet to be experienced, yeah. right? So it's not just really not just in the books, not in just in the classroom, it's really your own discovery. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so being a kid is is the most magnificent you know part of learning is really um, so much fun if if you get yourself involved in so many yeah. things or yeah. if you're imposing so many things. Right? I
1: have I have three points that I've already shot in my head. This is funny. I had three points that are parallel to the conversation uh, to the earlier you've mentioned about learning and education. Uh, the first point that I wanted to, to point out was, of course, uh, in Igorot. I, I also uh, a conversation with a friend of mine, Nick Sator, who happens to be also in Igorot. says He said that um, in, in, in our conversation that uh, education for for an Igorot, uh, especially those that live in the mountains, is that education mm-hmm. is not only in not it's not only left inside the classroom. It's also taken outside so you know farming, agriculture and all that stuff yes. the reason the reason why many of uh, many of my 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 parents my my mom and they're more disciplined in cooking and all this stuff because the education of the discipline on how they were back then made them who they are now and yeah that is the I first agree. point and then uh the second point was the parallel Parallel with my experience, also with the uh, music college, is that I uh, this this one I wanted to share with you. This one, um, uh, okay. when I discovered walking uh, using my legs, is funny. That's mm-hmm. when I started uh-huh. reflecting, mm-hmm. and and oftentimes uh, here in Baguio, especially uh, from where I stay, it's very very far so sometimes you we i can tolerate getting a jeep sometimes sometimes i cannot so uh, uh, during my college times i used to uh i used to walk from ub to thing uh, at night sometimes alone sometimes with my mentor and certain times of the uh, the 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 traveling while while I'm walking and I, I'm on my on my way home. I don't know why that happened. While I'm on my way home, uh, sometimes the stuff that I learned only clicked. <laughs> I don't know if it makes sense. Only clicked when I was walking and uh, so, and and it's funny looking back at all the stuff that I've been learning, like about mm. counterpoint, uh, about. Forms and analysis, especially those types of subjects, I only understood them when I was walking back home, right after the end of that class, right after that subject was done, or sometimes even during the holidays, like we have a sem break and all that stuff. I I only learn it during the sem break rather than I learn it in the, and I do not know. It just kicks me. It's like I don't know if you have that moment. You're just sitting down, staring, glazing at the sun or glazing at the Dog or animal or something Or you're playing with And then suddenly you start t- Talking about Oh, that's how counterpoint works Oh, that's how Those are the things that hit me So it's kind uh, of like Wow <laughs> it, it, It's very, very weird it's And then, a moment, no? yeah. It's a eureka moment It's
2: a eureka
1: moment Yeah And, and it, it, it really happens you know? Yeah And for me personally I, I didn't really think that Think of it that way And uh, I do not know why uh, thing I don't know if I, I I cannot consider myself special nonetheless because during those times I remember how hard my teacher was teaching the concepts because I do agree um, the form of teaching because my teacher uh, I, I love him very dearly but uh, he he teaches very very systematically which I am also going to target in my third point which is education education the way he teaches is so Uh, systematic that I think it's like it goes back to the the learning the upbringing that how he learned it that's what he's teaching Mm -hmm. which is sometimes what I want I I hope for me for for a personal learner for them to update this uh, certain curriculum or a certain way of making Mm -hmm. the students Mm -hmm. understand I'm not contradicting education in any way I I am for education Uh I mean I'm for learning actually I'm not for education because the way i see the word education is it is learning with payment and for me i just want learning not the payment that's why every time i disregard the word <laughs> education that's a good one yeah so but yeah I, but yeah
2: i i completely agree i completely agree with you i i mean i uh whatchamacallit uh i for one i i'm Experiencing that same thought now that I'm homeschooling my kids. So, you know, being there 24 hours a day, you cannot just give them all the worksheets that you can give them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really not going to work. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, doing everyday stuff, it can. All be part of their learning. So yeah. the mindset, the mindset of education should not be uh, only covered in books or yeah. Yeah. or uh, or yeah. So you know, uh, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. That's why I am I am so you know amazed with with um, educators that give their time. Um, for the for the students you know there yeah. sometimes i would really i would really uh see how you know how a teacher would prepare yeah. for just a certain subject but yeah. you know and
1: and you know the and effort that, the
2: yeah, funny
1: part yeah. of uh, you the funny part about that is i'm sure when you were in high school and uh in in college or even in 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 the lower class you would know the difference uh-huh. between an actual teacher and a teacher. I don't know if you know what I mean by this, but I hope you understood what I mean by this.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Like well, you, there's a, a way, difference. Yeah,
2: well, and
1: there's a very yeah, vast difference because I've met uh-huh. teachers who are just teaching for the sake of teaching. And there are those right, teachers that, right. you know, you just sit down and go, Whoa. i I just sat down i just sat down and where where was i transported to because uh i want to share this one i had a i had a teacher who uh i I had a class which happened to be seven to eight which is an evening class and this i i I think seven to eight or six to seven class and um, it was really interesting because uh uh, the first time uh, it was my second take of this particular ge subject the first time the the teacher taught me the, the first teacher who taught me the ge subject uh taught me the the taught it somewhat systematically so somehow i do not know mm-hmm. i was it, it's not I, I like the teacher the teacher was kind sweet loving even added me on facebook but uh uh somehow I, the learning didn't work somehow in, in, in that in that conversation uh, in that transi- yeah. tra- transaction but then the next teacher who's, who taught the same subject it, this was mind you in the evenings like when the sun said goodbye to you and everybody is tired everybody just wants to sleep i am there absorbing his teaching method in such a way that i i'm still i still have the energy to go home and say wow what what, uh, what did mm-hmm. I just experience? And there's a difference between a teacher and an actual teacher which blows my mind. So yeah, yeah. those are like That's, diamond a dozen too. So yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I'm
2: still experiencing that right now, especially right now when I'm not actually in school. And I, you know, I've met many musicians and I've met musicians that are called senior musicians you know those that have been there and done that yeah. and you can tell by by the exchanges by the conversations who is you know just a natural sharer of you know their experiences and you can learn a lot by these yeah. experiences and i think that's what's the important thing is um i have some um well i I'm glad um, most of my teachers in college and high school, uh, some of them are really, really good teachers. Like, I remember my my English teacher in high school. He, yeah. were, well, in class, we were always like about, right, maybe 40 or 50 in class. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, when you learn in a school, you are you are required to buy these books, et etc. Et and, you know, and you yeah. know what he did, because I think I think he knew that most of the students didn't really know grammar really well, and he we were into going deep into grammar. So yeah. you know what he did? He really he really disregarded the curriculum and went into the important ones um, just to you know just to re- for us to remember what they are what what are the grammar rules those those are simple things but i knew what what he wanted to to do it was not doing it by the book it, it's it's really l- knowing what the student needs from him you know what i mean so yeah. that for me is a great system and in college um oh my history teacher um uh, uh she's really she's really one of the best because me when when i learned back in high school in college i would really try to take down as many notes as i can right or at least follow the whatever material they gave me to the letter and then she comes around um doing the history i didn't really love um going through the history classes in high school because of course you have to memorize a lot of stuff a lot of dates you have to read etc., cetera, etc cetera, right
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
2: when when i went when when i went to her class this was a music history class yeah. she didn't have any book she didn't have any books for us to read she was a storyteller <laughs> she, she you were supposed to just try to remember it like a, like she was just telling a story and i i imagined it in my head it she was really visual about yeah. it and i learned a lot with that history class that i can still remember right now i mean i can tell you uh, I, I wouldn't be able to remember the dates per se but i would know the timeline i would know the stories behind it because she told us the stories behind it in such a way that she was it was like she was there you know <laughs> interesting so funny because she was really she was really old you know but still she wouldn't live on that era even though but you know those are the kind of teachers that you know that really click and and you know that that would give us the right sense of learning as it is and i hope that uh when 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 i'm in a class i hope i give that you know experience as well so sometimes i get to sometimes uh, when we have band workshops or, or such sometimes i would remind myself not to be too too uh i, I don't know like serious or or teacher mode enough or something like that yeah. because sometimes i'd like well on 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 the subject matter because there's really a lot to learn about music and and i get immersed on it myself and it you know it's quite enjoyable too so i hope i hope that because it's different, okay. So there's a real, there's a main difference of being a musician. It's there's the teaching side of it and the performing side of it, and both are tools for for the listeners to learn, right? So, yeah. and and I do hope I, I get to reach uh uh the message that I want to to give out. In in those uh, two tools, and it, uh, either learning it by teaching it and learning it by listening to it. So yeah, because yeah, it's different, two different realms altogether, and and not one musician can do both at the same time yeah. uh, in the same level. Uh, do you get it? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. one can be good at performing but not be good at teach- teaching, yeah. and vice versa place and very few can can have that state that she she uh he or she is is great in performing as well as great teaching. in teaching so yeah. Yeah. yeah i guess that's the end goal in my life i i you know i still feel that that i i like to learn some more yeah. and be able to to reach out to to people to understand music as how i understood it so yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: and more power to you actually for for the stuff thank you i mean yeah we were supposed to talk about work ethic and the uh, same but we went off <laughs> uh, we went off to another route eventually we'll talk about that probably in another season i hope you're gonna come back to uh, sure. you're gonna come back to of the Rajiv show and I we're will. gonna talk about that and um anytime. Uh, fuse box and human folk um uh, these two I, the reason why I jotted this down in a notepad in front of me right now is that um, what was uh, what was the uh, what, what was going on when you guys came up with this name I'm, I, I'm actually looking at oh. it you know oh. yeah I'm just so curious okay. what what right. made you guys? Choose those names like human folk. Human folk is a okay, really okay. interesting name, by the way. So yeah.
2: Okay. Um. All right. So let's start with Fusebox because that's the main the main band that they had. It's the we were formed 2001. So our band leader it's Eric Kubi. He was the one who formed the group. I wasn't there in the first first batch of of uh, the band members. I came in uh, a few months afterwards um and then we were supposed to if i remember correctly we were supposed to have a gig uh we were supposed to have a gig in our first gig yeah okay and then yeah and they wanted to (laughs) they wanted the name for the band and we haven't thought of any yet and i think our bassist suggested uh uh, having uh, One of the login names uh, I think Fusebox was one of the Login names uh, That uh, our band either used before. Yeah so it was Just like that you know um, For some reason it became A household name actually We, yeah. we had one more Candidate for the name We wanted yeah. to call our band Yeah I think we, we, we Called our band at some point Switch Ah, S W I T H, but it, yeah, but it turned out to be the title of our first composition. So wow, yeah, so, powerful. powerful. <laughs>
1: there's a Powerful.
2: Okay, now with Human Folk, um, I wasn't there as well in the first uh, batch of musicians because Johnny was the one who formed this with with Cynthia Alexander and uh, Susan as uh, Susie Susie, uh-huh. uh. The percussion, the komintang artist, um, and I—I th- I guess he came up with, if I remember color- correctly, he came up with the name because of the collaborative effort, and yeah. he wanted to really, he wanted to really uh, get, get immersed with the um, musical styles, with both the ethnic style and and his own style in music, and you know that's why because human folk is a very very uh general in a general sense you know of community of getting together of uh and that's how music should be right uh yeah. it, it's it it it's the one Brings that gives people. like in the olden days yes it's it's a, a tool for everything it's a tool for celebration it's a tool for um uh, if you have uh, something that you should talk about, discussion stories, uh, yeah. it's like that. It's for the. So I guess that's the idea
1: of of uh, the name that came around. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's phenomenal. It's actually very intellectual. Yeah. If you think about it it's, it, it's it's like oh, this is this is thing, this is something else, you know. And uh, shout out by the way to to all the musicians that. Uh, my guests uh, uh, mentioned. I hope they tune in as well. Thank you for tuning in. Of course. <laughs> and yeah, of course. Um, wow, we've 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 jammed. We've jammed. We've grooved a lot in this conversation. We. It's funny and ironic yeah. that we've we've had a lot of uh, parallels. Like if this was uh, if this mm-hmm. was a band, you were playing the bass and I was playing the drums, and we just locked in the groove for, for almost <laughs> It's funny that I wanted to mention that usually I have like a background music on my monitor, supposedly. But in this oh, conversation, really? okay. yeah, usually in, in a conversation, uh, I usually have that. But here in this conversation, uh, w- once I heard your voice, somehow uh, I didn't really need to have that background music I- uh, thing. And I do not, and and that's how powerful you are in in, in this conversation, and that's why thank I gave you. you that grand opening entry where you had to react before <laughs> I was even introducing you. But yeah, that that's that's how Rajiv does it. He 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 makes people smile, and that's uh, that's uh, yeah, that's my gift, I guess, to the world. <laughs> yeah.
2: Thank you, thank you so much, Rajiv, for having me, and I'm sure. Uh, we still have a lot of stories to tell Absolutely. you and i you know a, a lot of stories to, to share to our listeners so i'm pretty sure there's going to be a part 2 of this or part 3
1: sure. part 3
2: hopefully if, <laughs> so, if, yeah, if we could resolve. next season right yeah
1: hopefully hopefully i'm just saying hopefully okay. yeah. yeah and hopefully. of course uh for those yeah. who are tuning in they would love to connect with you online how would they find you on social media
2: oh okay I,
1: before i well
2: forget. i'm i'm all right so i'm active on uh, almost all social media pages i'm on facebook I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, YouTube. You can also find me on TikTok, but you wouldn't find me dancing there. <laughs> Just you know, uh, music stuff. And <laughs> so it's Abby Clotario, A B B Y Clutario, C L U T A R I O. I'm gonna give Rajiv the my my handle names for for all of my social media pages but but there you go, I, you can search for me. I, I usually put my face on so you can easily identify me and my instrument, the Chapman Stick. So there, I hope to see you there on my uh, channels too.
1: Thank you, Raj. <laughs> the Chapman Stick is something you're going to be known for and I believe I believe we are going to take it to another level. I mean, you've already took it to I a certain so. standard already, but I'm sure you're gonna take it higher. And yeah, I, I believe in you. I always do, and I always love seeing your live Thank streams. You. Folks, follow her, Thank guys. You. If you're not following her, there's something wrong with you, guys. Go follow her. Go listen to her music. <laughs> she is the best. Like I said, Chapman Stick. Research that and go check out the check out the blog that I sent out. I think there. I, I'll I'll put in a wikipedia page of uh, what a chapman stick is so that it'll give a brief description and yeah
2: yeah and and hopefully you guys can uh hopefully i I, i'm by by around this time i could have you know i could have released uh, more music on spotify i'm on spotify as well i released uh three singles since last year the first one is um, dedicated to the pandemic it's called stay at home the yeah. second one is uh, my first instrumental release dreaming of tomorrow it's a chap and stick instrumental track so if In you're wondering right? what the chap and stick sounds like so you can go check that out and um right now i, I i'm still promoting my latest single take me um it's a uh, it's a uh, Groovy rock song, <laughs> so yeah. you can go check that out as well. So there. Nice. Hopefully, uh, by the time you hear this uh, this podcast, I would have um, released new songs for you to enjoy. So, yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, and I want to say thank you to my guest for first saying yes to me for this collaboration. I know it's been a long time no, since I've spoken time. to yes. to my guest and uh, yeah this is uh, th- this has been fun like i said i i can't wait to have her on my live show and probably some music we'll, we'll, that's good it's gonna be fun i'm already excited i didn't even even think of anything but i'm already excited with that in mind <laughs> we'll, we'll think of something <laughs> yeah, yeah let, let, let's come up with something my, i I'm, I'm sending my love to my guest and it's a, because it's it's a Christmas uh, spirit. We're in the Christmas spirit. I'm sending my love, warm hugs, virtual love to you. And hopefully, see you soon once this pandemic dies down. Hopefully, see you soon. Uh, taking the bar to the highest level. And whenever I walk with you to wherever, or just gonna have a grub of co- coffee in Baguio, saying, hey, that's the Chapman stick girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that, that's the. Uh, yeah so yeah i want to say thank you thank you again so much from the bottom of my heart virtual love virtual hugs thank you more power to your
2: soul thank you thank you so much. thank you everyone thanks for listening
1: yeah and with that in mind cheers folks i will see you in the next episode